Welcome to the Busy Mom Healthy Life Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Altman, and I am here to give busy moms simple and effective lifestyle hacks so you can put yourself first in your life and achieve the health and the energy that you desire. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, busy mamas. Welcome to episode number 31, all about distractions. Okay, I don't know about you, but life right now is full of distractions, and I don't think that I'm alone. So my goal with this podcast today is to give you some things to think about, about what's showing up in your life right now and what is distracting you. So there you go. If you are driving, um, you can just make a mental list, or if you're out for a run, out for a walk, whatever you're doing, just make that mental list and think about what is distracting you. And I know you're probably saying, what is not distracting me? It is so hard for me to find time to carve out for myself right now, and I totally get it. So I do want to focus on what are all the distractions that are showing up in your life because I know it could be the distraction of work, the distraction of the kids being home, constantly switching gears. It could be distractions about what's open today, what's closed today. Are things really going to happen? How do we make plans and commit to things when the world is ever changing very quickly? Uh, Maybe it's the election. Maybe it's the weather. What are you getting distracted by in your thoughts. And before I dive in, I just want to share a little excerpt from a book I'm reading. I picked up The Art of Happiness, which I have read before, but something about it was just calling me to to read it again. And it's all about conversations with the Dalai Lama and talking about how do we get to that state of happiness? And I thought it would be an interesting reread right now. And one of the quotes or paragraphs that really spoke to me I was thinking about just how the Dalai Lama talks about, you know, getting to that place of internal happiness and how to do it. And so it says, one first begins by identifying those factors which lead to happiness and those factors which lead to suffering. And then once you do that, you can gradually start eliminating the factors which lead to suffering and cultivating those which lead to happiness. And that is the way. And sure, that sounds very, very simple, but it's not easy at all because there's always so many other things that really come up in that. However, I want you to think about what are the things that you're telling yourself leads to that happiness is what are, what are you missing? Um, is it that quiet time in the house with the kids at school? I think that as busy moms, we, we take on so much. We take on how our kids are feeling. We take on you know, all of the things about the world around us and all of those things can be distracting from our own happiness. And so I want you to even think about that. Where are all the things that you're taking on from other people that are getting you distracted from just focusing on you and focusing on what could make you feel better in these days? Because I really don't think that eliminating distractions right at this moment is the key. There might be some things that we can completely eliminate, but we have got to get so much better at just managing the distractions. And I think the first step in that, I know this has helped me immensely, is just first expecting them. 
expecting them, not letting them throw me off course, not giving them so much drama and making it seem like because I have all of these distractions, i.e. the kids at home doing their distance learning, I can just expect that I'm going to get interrupted and it's up to me to come right back as fast as possible. So there's your question. Again, before I get into a couple other ways that we can manage that is first, what's distracting you from living a happy life right now? What's distracting you from setting some goals, setting some commitments, um, being clear on how you want to show up in the day? What is distracting you? First, just name it. Just identify it. Because I will tell you, if you had told me a year ago that I'd have three out of my four kids home with me, I would have thought you were crazy. And I would have thought there is absolutely no way I could do that. There's no way I could be able to um, take on more clients, that I'd be able to create no programs, that I'd be able to get anything done in my work if they were here, because I would have just expected I'd be distracted all day and there'd be so much noise. And a lot of that is true, but there are things that I can do to come right back to it, to still stay, stay focused on what it is that I want. I just have to be stronger in that. I have noticed so much that practice of just coming right back and just to course correct and not letting the thought of, oh my gosh, they're here, this is all a wash, I can't get anything done, or there's no way I can do this or that. When I get sucked into those thoughts, that's when I get into trouble. But if I can practice coming right back, kind of having, if you will, portion control with my distractions, because let's be honest, I've worked with people on weight loss for over 10 years, and I think that it really does become like, how can we practice portion control with our distractions, because it's only the degree in which we let it interfere that it matters, right? It's not about the initial distraction. It's about the degree and the drama and the amount of the portion that gets us into trouble. It's the same way with weight loss. When I've had people that'll say, oh, I had a glass of wine, and then they're telling themselves if they wanted to lose weight, they're telling themselves, oh, I already blew it. I already, and then they go on and on and they just have everything that they want for the next couple of days. And that's when they've blown it. It wasn't about the, uh, the immediate distraction. If we can just practice coming right back and have that portion control with our distractions, that means that if my son needs something, I address it very quickly. And then maybe I ask his teacher to finish up with him so that I can get back to my work. Um, and I just know that it's very difficult to do um, maybe setting timers very quickly so that you can uh, remind your child to get on something, but then not letting that take up too much of your time. Okay, so there are things that we can control clearly, and there are things that we cannot, but trying to ask for, you know, little, little bits of time, trying to come right back when you get distracted is so important. And so I want you to think about where are you telling yourself? What are the things you're telling yourself that you can't possibly do or you can't possibly have right now because there are just too many things vying for your attention. And I think that when we get really into it, I did this with a client this week. We did sort of a a time audit and we realized that there were times that they could have gotten the information they needed. Like let's say with the news, they could have gotten the information that they needed, but they didn't need to let that 
infiltrate their thoughts for the next hour or so. They didn't need to. That actually was giving them that quick hit of information, but then it was taking them down a rabbit hole to actually lead more to that suffering. Yes. So I want to be able to help my kids right now. I want to be able to be a part of their distance learning and their success, right? Because if they're miserable and if they're not doing well, that actually just leads to more suffering for me. That's the truth. That's how I feel right now. However, it does not make me feel happy if I'm spending hours and hours and hours a day doing that right? And so that is the question. Think about what's distracting you. What, if you did a time audit, how much are you involved in something that really doesn't need to take up as much time as it is? What is on that list of the things that are distracting you? Is it your kids and their schoolwork? Is it meal times? Is it getting sucked into creating meals? How can you take some of those things off your list and have it turn turn from like five minutes or 10 minutes into hours. That's sometimes what happens, right? Is it switching gears? Too many people needing you at work, keeping up on all the latest COVID information, the election, the weather, right? I said it all in the beginning, the list could go on and on. So what areas do you truly spend too much time on? How can you expect the distractions in your day and just put them kind of in different buckets? How can you allot Uh, exact amount of time to how much you're going to do that when you get distracted and put those rules in place to keep coming back to the happiness, the ways that you can get a little further away from the suffering or just make the suffering portions a lot more manageable. I really hope that this has helped you today. I know that just switching gears in my own mind about expecting these distractions, just saying, hey, they're going to come up. And when they do, it's up to me to just come right back to how I want to feel much quicker, right? This is a really great practice in us showing up and setting boundaries, all of this, setting boundaries to all of these things in our life. If this episode has helped you, please leave me a comment, email me at Kelly at coaching at kellyaltman.com or find me on Facebook at Kelly Altman Health Coach. I would love to hear how this episode has impacted you, what is distracting you right now, or even some wins about how you've been managing your distractions by first expecting them, knowing what they are, and then figuring out ways to just come right back to what you want. All right, with that, I will leave you and I will see you next week with a new episode. Have a great day. Thanks for joining me today in the Busy Mom Healthy Life podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, I would love for you to subscribe by clicking the button in iTunes so that you're notified each time that I record a new episode. And if this is your first time here, please leave me a five-star review, letting me know that you love this podcast and letting me know your comments. Thanks so much, and I can't wait to be back with you soon.